Welcome to episode 8 of Forging the Journey, where we discuss the joys and struggles of entrepreneurship and business. I'm Greg Davis. And I am Jared Dobb. And Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah. Merry late Christmas. Merry late Christmas, yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we normally record on Tuesdays, and Christmas is on Tuesday. So, And then Wednesday just got crazy for both of us, so it's Thursday morning, 8 a.m., and we're finally getting to it. So we apologize for everybody that, that was so waiting on Christmas morning. All they wanted to do was get out of right. bed and run down to their, their laptop or whatever and pull up our sweet, sweet voices on this podcast. And exactly. We weren't there. Well, you know what? It's one of those things. Like you said, it was funny because I thought about it last week, but I didn't really think about it until you and I started texting. And I, I think it was, what, the weekend before? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, crap. It is. It is actually on Tuesday. <laughs> so that threw a, a kink in the plan. But and then uh, we're here. And then New Year's is also going to be on Tuesday. So which, hey, we, we should plan that out a little better this time. Yeah. Which New Year's Day, honestly. It, it's just like any other day for me, so that's true. I could I could probably still record on Tuesday. We can make it happen. We'll figure it out. But since this is Christmas break, my wife and kids are home. You know things are a little bit different, so I'm actually sitting in my basement right now because it's the only the only safe space I could find. My shop is going to be occupied by by Dusty any minute now, and my kids are going to be awake and running around upstairs. So you actually might hear the thunderous footsteps of my kids upstairs. It's all uh, good, man. Wake up. Yeah. It's all good. You might hear my door open five or six times. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the office like normal. I mean, I, like I said, I've gone back and forth where I think sometimes it seems nice to stay back at the shop at my house, but the lack of cell phone reception is the only questionable thing holding me back. It, Otherwise, it would be a lot, a lot quieter, a lot more peaceful back at the Saracote shop. So I, I gotta be honest. I can't imagine living somewhere where I don't have cell phone access. That's gotta be, that's gotta be odd. It is weird. And so here's the funny thing. Ethan, my business partner, is the same way too. If you go to his house, you shoot on the range. There's absolutely zero cell service, at least for Verizon. I mean, if you have some other carriers, sometimes you get lucky and you get a, you know, get a couple bars. But where I'm at, so my house was built in I forget 1804 or 1814. So there's a couple things going against it. The walls are solid stone, and they're like two and a half feet thick. So that doesn't help anything. And then I'm situated at the bottom of a mountain, kind of like where mountains come together, you know, a couple different mountains, and there's no cell towers. So it's, I mean, you drive even a half mile, and you'll have full bars, full cell service. But at my house and at the shop, it's very difficult. It, it comes your walls. Depends on. I mean, at least the walls of your house sound, you know, tactically sound. Nobody's going to be shooting through them. You will not shoot through the walls of my house. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I've thought about I got that. that going for it. Yeah, oh, I'm sure you did. <laughs> you know, if I'm doing those tactical maneuvers for a home invader, though, I can't shoot through the walls either. So, right. You know, that's a give and take. But yeah, it, so it's, it's funny. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say it's funny that you're in, we're in 2018. And we have all this technology at our fingertips, yet I still don't have cell service at my house. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you need a different... Have you tried different cell carriers? Or do you know if, the, if there's one that... My wife has work? AT&T, and it's the same thing. Really? 
no service. So it's just because of where I'm located. But we yeah. make do. We use WhatsApp, other uh, Wi-Fi-based communications for texting. I don't ever just text my wife through the regular service because she'll never get any of my texts. Right. Well, I learned my lesson. From now on, I go straight to Instagram messaging or Yeah, I'd, it's funny because sometimes I'll see the text come through. Sometimes it'll be two hours after somebody will text me. You know, they'll shoot me a text. Hey, man, did you see my text? And I'm like, nope, no texts. And then a couple hours later, some random text that's completely out of sync with the conversational pop through. But nice, you know. So what what's uh what's up in your world, Greg? What did you have going on over the Christmas break? Oh, my Christmas was awesome. It was uh it was a much needed break. I gotta be honest, I pretty much um completely ignored the business for about four days. I mean I did some Instagram posting and stuff like that just to keep content up, but um didn't didn't pay attention to anything, which was which was nice. It was it was kinda hard to do, but at the same time it I enjoyed it. Uh, just being able to focus on on the family and and stuff. Um, we, uh, man, what do we do? It already seems like that was weeks ago. And that was that was days ago. Right, I know. Uh, Same for me. You know, it, it's just it's all about the kids, really. You know, I mean, uh, you know, just watching them enjoy the season and doing everything we can just to make you know you know to make Christmas time special for them is. That's kind of what it's all about. So, um, we do like three Christmases, I guess. We do one on my side of the family. We did it on Sunday, and um, and then Christmas Day we get up and do our own thing for about the first half of the day, and then we get then we get clothes on, and get dressed, and then we go over to uh, uh, over to my wife's side of the family for the rest of the day that day and uh christmas eve was was kind of crazy this year i was in the i play guitar and sing and stuff in the in our church worship band so i i I was asked to to be in the in the christmas eve service band so we had practice sunday night for like three hours and then we i got i got there like 9 30 christmas eve morning and first service was at one Last service was at five thirty. There's four services, so I was there all day long on my feet, and which was an amazing day. It was it was awesome, awesome to be a part of that. Um, I was sad to be away from the family, of course, but uh, it was just, yeah, it was just it was an awesome time. But uh, you know, but exhausting. So it was nice on Christmas Day just to be able to just kind of lounge around and just yeah. enjoy the family. So yeah, sometimes it's really difficult. For me, at least. I don't know if that's the same for you. It's hard to turn off the business. And I think I did a, a pretty good job of that this past weekend. But it's always kind of like a struggle, you know, going back. You know, a push-pull kind of thing. Because I don't know I don't know if you look at it the same way. If you're not working on the business, it almost feels like you're not taking advantage of some of those days. But it's super important being a business owner with all the extra weight that that brings on you to take those times to spend time with family. And so we, you know, I was home since I worked a regular day on Friday, but I had Saturday, Sunday, Monday, I was off. I ended up coming into the office just for a little bit to wrap up 
a couple graphics that I completely forgot for our newsletter. And then, yeah, just spent the time with family. You know, we had, we had some craziness going on almost every day. And that's the one thing, I mean, I love it about Christmas, but at the same time, you're trying to you know, kind of coordinate with all the different family members and all the different extended family. So that can bring with it its own challenges. But then something that I've always done for the past couple of years, I should say, is take off the day after Christmas. And so yesterday was just a day with my family. I didn't really do a whole lot of anything other than spend time with the family. And the kids weren't as wound up, you know, when, when we had all those plans and we're going from place to place, the kids were stressed out and their nap schedule was out of whack and all that craziness. So yesterday was just kind of a day to focus on my family. And, uh, it was nice. It was really nice. But I feel yeah, like you know, I kind of turned my brain off for a while. Yeah. You know, I, for me, it's, it's a little easier to do it, you know, that close to Christmas, partially just because we have so many plans and we have so much stuff going on that I just don't even have time to think about business stuff. So it makes it a little bit easier there, but the hard part for me is, is, is my wife's off and, and, and the kids are off for like two weeks for the Christmas break. And, you know, they, they don't go back until the, the, the Monday of the week after New Year's. So, you know, they have this nice long break and I really want to spend as much time with them as I can during that time. But, you know, it's especially this year with the new product coming out January 1st, like, I'm like, man, I, I really need to get into the shop and, and get some stuff done. I'm trying to make, I'm trying to do short days. So that way I can say, Hey, I'll work until I don't know, one or two. And then we can spend the rest of the day together or something. You know, I'm trying to do something like that where, um, where I can still get some decent amount of work done and still spend time with them. But, uh, I mean, yesterday that was the plan. I ran out at like, I don't know, 1231, just to do a couple errands. I was going to be, I was going to be gone maybe an hour and I'm out driving around and my battery light on my Jeep comes on. I'm like, oh, great. So I call my buddy uh, who owns the, who owns the car shop and I tell him, he's like, hey, you might want to bring it by because if that's the case, as soon as that battery is dead, your Jeep's going to be dead. So I finished that errand start my jeep back up and th- and and the light was off but uh i was like you know i'm i'm still gonna go over there so i go over there i go over there and i kind of smell something under the hood so i pop the hood and it it appears as though the alternator froze up so it was just it was just ripping the the belt over of over a frozen pulley man so you I, have bad like, luck that's what i was smelling with belts and <laughs> I, well, I, I I told the guy I'm like I'm like this is a brand new belt. I was like I was I was just down where were we Georgia? I was like I was I was just down in Georgia and my power steering pulley blew up my, you know, a couple miles away from my destination and I had to have a new pulley and stuff put on. So I'm like this this belt better be alright, even though you know the belt's the cheap part. So anyway, yeah. I ended up I ended up having to put a new uh, I put a new alternator in and. It's like five o'clock before I get home, you know. Like, well, there goes that day. I was hoping to be home, be home most of the day. Yeah, so. isn't that life though? 
Yep. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you plan. I mean, you can plan for the unknown, but the unknown always comes up and sneaks up on you. Well, and I think at some point, you know, I, in hindsight, I probably should have. It's because the errands that I ran didn't need to get done yesterday. In hindsight, I should have just called it a day before, I did, you know, I went to do those errands, and I should have just should have just stayed home. Um, I mean, it just would have pushed the alternator issue back another day or something. But, um, yeah, yeah. For me, it's the the hard part is the rest of this break is trying to separate myself from the work that needs to be done um, and just taking advantage of the time with my family. So, Yeah, I think that's so vital, and that's something that's always a, a balancing act for me. And I think sometimes I do it really well, and then other times I just do terrible at it because it's, it's – I don't know how to explain it. When you're in the position of driving the business forward – if you're not acting and you're not doing, it's easy to fall into the trap of, you know, that you're not doing anything, that the business is going to suffer for it. And it, honestly, sometimes it will. If you take a couple of days off and nobody's in the driver's seat, it is, it's going to affect it. But at the same time, especially if you have a wife and kids, you have to take that time strategically off. If you're a, a young business person and, you're not married or don't have a a serious relationship at the moment you can sacrifice more of your time but when it comes to your family it i I think i think you said it really well i don't remember what episode it was but we're building our our businesses ultimately to better our families and take care of our families and you don't want to turn your business into the thing that tears your family apart that would be the uh the worst case scenario even though building yep. the business is a good thing, turning that into something that keeps you constantly away from your family. Man, I remember saying that, but that sounds pretty smart. It, it was very smart. It was very well well uh, spoken. Huh. I liked it. Because <laughs> I can relate sometimes. to it, too. I mean, that's the yeah. biggest thing is it's it's something that hits home to me all the time. And like I said in one of the previous podcasts, my wife keeps me in check, even if she feels like, she's not she is she'll she'll tell me when i'm kind of leaning too far over the edge and i'm maxing myself out right but yeah it, i feel it though I, I i know exactly what you're talking about and it, it is a struggle i guess it's not as much of a struggle for me for christmas break because my kids aren't in school or anything right now but they are home every day and my wife's she stays at home with the kids so there are often days that i'm sitting here especially days where i feel like i'm kind of caught up but i know that there's other things that i could be doing but i'm kind of at the same time just wishing i could just run home and spend time with them but yeah yeah it's but it's cool because i mean i I like i like coming out of christmas and then you know our shop was closed down on monday and then we head off obviously on tuesday and then the same thing will happen next week for the first so we'll be closed down Monday and then have off on Tuesday. I think those are the right dates. And yeah, so it is nice. It's a nice pause, I think. And as far as keeping up with customers and things, I have my iPad with the keyboard and stuff at home. So if there's anything pressing, I can quickly deal with it as well still from home. But 
it gives me a moment to not be staring at my computer, not be working on graphics or videos or whatever. Not that I don't like that stuff, but sometimes it's good to have a pause. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what... I, I'm probably... I'm probably still going to have... Be on the shop at least somewhat on Monday and Tuesday. I, I think I'm going to do... Um, I'm going to do like a live YouTube reveal type thing of the Rask. That's right. Uh, of the new product, so... Um, Did you just say what it was called? Yeah, it was called a Rask. Which nice. I've come out with that on on social media. Um, in fact, the last teaser video that we posted kind of kind of showed it. So basically, what it is is it's a it's a way to to put a pocket clip on your revolver uh, strip. Uh, there's a couple companies that that, that make um, it's it's, a, it's like a rubbery strip that you can. You put put the rounds into, and it kind of holds them together. But they but they but they just they kind of just lay dead in the bottom of your pocket. So I created something that will put a pocket clip on it. So um, it's nice. the, it's it's the first product, uh, first new product since the Neo Mag. It's the first new product coming off of uh, off of our uh, off the CNC machine. Um, it's a product that people have been asking me to do for basically since the Neomag came out. I've had people say, hey, you should make something you know, for us revolver-carrying people. Hey, I, was wondering be honest, I, I was wondering how uh, that, what the reaction would be. Well, yeah, I, and I'll, I'll be honest, I, I kind of always just just brush those comments off. I'm like, what, so I can make something for the both of you out there that carry a revolver? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I can uh, relate to that. But the amazing thing is, really, is... And I, I've yet to see how it's gonna how it's gonna do, but um, and maybe it's just because maybe it's just because I'm paying attention to it now. But man, I see a lot of revolvers out there, and I even talked to a lot of people, even you know, our age, who at least some sometimes carry a revolver or it's a backup or or something like that. So, um, in fact. Most of the people that I had as kind of my uh, R and D people are all younger people, and and they all at some point do carry revolvers. So, uh, yeah, so I'm excited about it. I'm not expecting it to be the success that the Neo Mag's been, um, just because of of how if if the Neo Mag isn't already niche enough. I'm gonna go even nichier and and hit up the revolver people, um, but I kind of like it because you know there's nothing else in that in that arena, especially for the Rask. There's there's no other competitors. There's no one else doing it. So yeah, you know, at least for the because for the time that. being, the pool's all mine. You know, at least right. for at least for now. Um, at least till somebody else says, "Hey, that is a good idea. I'm going to do that too." And then they they, they copy it. But um, maybe It'll that won't happen be because China, it is. Right? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe that won't happen because it is a dumb idea. I don't know. Um, well, I, I so. think of it. I think of it as I'm just looking as I've seen 
you revealing this and it's exciting to me because i i love product reveals i like new products and all that all that fun stuff that goes around with that i do have a little five shot 38 special and i don't carry it very often at all but then i'm i'm thinking about all the times that i do bring it out to shoot it for fun and i've got just boxes of ammo laying around you know because i i'll do some run with the revolver or whatever and i don't have a quick way to reload and even in that application to me there's value having speed strips that you can stick one in your pocket one in your front pocket or one in your back pocket or whatever however you have it laid out yeah. to be able to reload quickly on the even on the range even if you're not carrying it for defensive reasons i get well, and it just and just uh i mean there's unless you use uh like one of those speed loaders where it's already where it holds the ammo uh you know cylindrical so it just drops in right that that's really the only fast way to reload a revolver yeah uh it, you know the speed strip isn't isn't a fast reload but i figure since it's already slow putting a pocket clip on it and keeping that thing you know easy to access and index correctly is just going to take take more of that precious time off so um it, it, you know the interesting thing has been i've heard multiple people uh say when they see what the the, the product is and what it's going to do like i've had a lot of people say well now i need to go get a revolver to carry like you know people are working <laughs> yeah people are working backwards as if the working backwards here yeah the accessory justifies the purchase of the firearm yeah and it, uh, and I think that's it's like, I take that as such a huge compliment that that people trust and love what we do so much that they're going to want want this next product that we do because they support us so much that they're that they're even going to be willing to go and get a revolver and carry a revolver. Now, it, it, whether they do or not, I don't know, but um, some will. Yeah, I, I, mean, I just, just it just the sentiment to me is is pretty. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, that was what I was going to ask you about that, and I'm, I'm glad you brought it up because I was just curious what feedback you've gotten so far. I mean, I know you touched on that a little bit, but I saw your video released of you shooting the revolver, and you do show it. You don't show it fully, but what kind of comments are you getting in your direct messages? Are people kind of are there a lot of people reacting, or what's going on with that right now? Yeah, so. Um... I'll start with the people that have actually seen it. Um, I mean, all the responses that I've gotten are, are their, their minds are blown. They're like, why doesn't this already exist? This is so simple. This is, um, this is something that just makes a lot of sense and, um, and it works so well. And they're, you know, just, they're just, you know, they love it. Um, and the people who haven't exactly seen it yet, but have been seeing the teasers and stuff. Well, uh, I mean, yesterday on my Instagram story, I did like, there's a new feature where you can put a countdown timer and I'm guessing the whole reason they did that is for new years. Um, but I did a countdown timer for that and you can like subscribe to it basically. So you'll get an alert when that happens. And after I did it, I had a ton of people, uh, subscribe to that. Nice. Uh, and you know, a lot of people, yeah, I, I've seen a ton of comments just about how, you know, it's about how they're excited for this to come out because 
they don't carry the revolver that much and they can see carrying it a lot more now with us coming out and um so i'm hoping it's gonna i hope it's gonna i hope it's gonna be good all around um and I, i'm just uh, I, i'll be honest just kind of from a selfish standpoint i'm really excited to have another product to work with and create content for and stuff you know i've been doing just the neomag for over three years now and frankly i kind of wonder how so many people are still following you know the you know neomag accounts i'm like just at some point you've seen it and you know what it is and you know i try to keep things fresh and we try to be silly and stuff uh yeah and it goes back to that relatable the relatable company that it's not just the product that that's so key it's not just the product it's the community around the product and like you've said before you've kind of created not kind of you created a an area that especially in the edc pocket dump kind of pictures the neomag fits really well into that into that uh that realm and you repost customers often and that helps drive into that community so yeah i i totally get why people are still following and tagging along and enjoying that journey yeah yeah so i'm i mean just i was out at the range last week uh and we we're only out there for maybe an hour but we we're just we we're getting some content f- for the rask and uh i'm like man this is this is kind of cool being able to just kind of think differently and and it, even though it kind of does this, it's kind of the same idea as neomega you're doing pocket reloads so there's a lot of similar there's a lot of similarities but um at the same time it is it's different and it works a little different and it uses a different type of gun and um so it's exciting just to have something new and different to work on so i'm excited for i'm really excited for 2019 and because um, my plan is my goal this year is to get at least one more product out this year too i would love but i'd love by 2020 to have you know three different products out so well i'm gonna hold you to that you should. <laughs> you should i expect you by january 1st of 2020 to be releasing the third product for neomag awesome yeah hold me to it i guess i i mean i've been it's been hard to take it's been hard to budget in the time to be be engineering and thinking out a, a third product when product two isn't even out yet and there's and there's still stuff to do on that um you know so it's been there's it, been a couple late nights where like i'll be laying in bed just about ready to fall asleep and i'll have an idea for you know, for one of the the products i'm working on and i got to get out of bed right then and start you know start sketching it up otherwise i'm afraid i'll wake up and i'll forget um so yeah i'm, I'm hoping I would love by February to to be engineering out the the third product, so that way there's some time to get it, you know, to get it proofed out and get some made, and you know, for like a fall release or something, that'd be cool. That's always such an exciting experience, and for people that are listening, if I mean, I think people can relate in so many different areas of their life if they're kind of a creative person in general i think you could relate to that but when you've got your finger on the pulse of the business and you get these ideas 
especially as you kind of get into your flow. I know for us, as we started building out our company and building out our lineup and kind of figuring out more and more who our customer actually is, we got into that rhythm. And so these ideas are always spinning in our heads about what we're going to do and what product would be next and all that good stuff. But it's a weird, crazy cycle of thinking, planning, testing, prototyping, building, and then ultimately releasing. And then after the release, there's all these different aspects about it from stocking to purchasing material and how much to keep on hand and all these other questions. And we've always kept that process fairly streamlined. And to be honest, our, our products for the most part aren't super complicated. And once we figured out with the ADAP system, different methods that work, we're able to kind of build out from there and take traits from each product, things we know work on, you know, worked in this scenario and we can apply them to another product. And one of the best examples of what I would say is probably one of our more efficient product releases would be the Phoenix. And we took a lot of different aspects of things that we've learned and done over the last three years. And I think we had the Phoenix, I had it drawn and we tested and we went through three or four revisions, which was a royal pain in the butt, I will say, because that thing's so huge. We had, I mean, if you figure, Greg, these prototypes are 10 feet long. So when you go through three or four of these prototypes, you know, it takes up the entire shipping area of the shop. But I think it, it was three or four months through the R&D process. But we grabbed a lot of it, you know, information from other targets that we designed. Right. Yeah, it's but, nice when you already have a foundation to to work off of. You aren't starting. Oh from, yeah, yeah. That that zero. was that was a game changer for the Phoenix for sure. It took us a lot longer with other products before that, but you know the hardest part of the Phoenix was armoring the whole thing up and then protecting the pulleys and doing it in a way that was better than any other plate rack you know, on the market. Something that you're not just going to shoot the the pulley assembly for the reset, right? But it it is an exciting it's an exciting journey and it is kind of terrifying at the same time. I know that every time we're talking as a team that we're going to release a new product, it kind of makes my head hurt a little bit just because I know what that entails. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and then you guys, then you got to think about just all the stuff afterwards that comes along with it. Oh yeah. You have, you know, there's, there's more customer service that needs to be done. There's, um, yeah, you know, it just, you know, just, I'm thinking about all the things that come, that come with the product, it, you know, making the product and packaging it and shipping. It's the easy part. Um, it, it's, it's making time and, uh, and making content and making, uh, advertising. And it just, it, there's so much stuff. And especially because I've been kind of a single product company for so long that, um, a lot of stuff's kind of come easy. It's very time consuming, but it's easy. And I'm thinking, I got to do the same thing for another product. How how am I going to do that? Um, and, and not you know, and, and not neglect the Neomag or not neglect the Rasker, you know. So it's it's definitely going to be 
there's there's going to be some growing pains for sure of just trying to figure out how to handle all this and and do it well yeah i don't know there's there's definitely there's definitely a method to the madness and it's exciting i'm excited for you i'm pumped up i can't wait to get my hands on one of these things to play with because i'll go bug noah because he's got one does he have one yeah nice then i am gonna go steal it from him yeah he uh so i found i got like six or seven um accounts and some of them are like more accounts that do reviews on stuff some are are bigger accounts that are very revolver based um that i sent product to a couple weeks ago um and they're all going to help me out with January 1st, start start posting content with it. Um, so, yeah, I'm hoping to kind of, I'm hoping to kind of roll out with, with multiple people, uh, you know, posting about it and kind of build up some hype. So, which actually I just wrote down on my, on my notes today. I need to, I need to follow up everybody and say, Hey, we got less than a week till it drops. I just kind of remind people. Yeah, if that's if the build up to the release is done really well, I found with our products that it it could I mean it's total game changer. The the products in my mind as we're talking about this that I'm thinking about are the Vitar poppers. We did a really good release with them that worked out well. We learned a lot with that. The two third targets, the smaller eight app, we really hyped them up and Yeah, I remember that. And that worked out phenomenally. And then even more recent was the hostage assembly for the ADAP system. And we really put teasers out for a while. I mean, for probably two months, I, I had our ambassadors. I had products in their hands and I told them, you know, post content with it. Just don't talk about it and don't show really, really, really up close videos or photos at this point. I mean, gather the content like that so that you have it when it's time to release, but then keep it kind of on the low key. And I had so many messages coming in, like, that looks like a hostage assembly behind an ADAP. What's going on with that? Mm. And it, it built up hype. So that was cool. cool. And yeah. we're going to do the same thing. It's funny. I have a product, since we're on this topic, coming out probably July 4th of next year is going to be the release. So people will see it building up until that point but we called it the arachnid and i don't know i seeing you going through this this product release has me excited for july 4th and i'm also excited because we're not waiting until last minute this time i have at this point what feels like plenty of time but i know that it's never plenty of time but Uh it's been we actually have it developed we have it built and ready i just at some point early spring we'll pull some production runs get some inventory stocked up and then get them out to some strategic people and i know what it is and i'm excited for it i need about six sets yeah i it's one of the things that i don't know it's like your your what did you call it the rask yeah rask rask so it it just fills it fills a different area of the target market and I know people are probably whoever's listening if they're into steel targets is going to be like oh it's another target system but it's not we sent we actually sent some out to 
I mean, just to drop a hint, we sent some out to Hawaii and we had some customers in Puerto Rico and Alaska and just to test out shipping rates and things and to mm -hmm. get feedback from these customers in those different areas. And the feedback was overwhelmingly positive. There were some things during, there's probably the fourth little revision we did of this product that people were recommended that we make some changes and we did. And so now, now I think it's ready. We'll probably, like I said, do a small batch, hit out onto our range, you know, get some out on onto the range, the TA targets range, and you'll see some stuff in content. So everybody just keep your eyes open. You'll see it soon. Nice. Well, if you need to test shipping rates to uh, Ohio, just let me know. Might have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to drive them over there. Yeah. It's only a five-hour drive. I don't know how it happens, but anytime I get stuff from you, I swear I get it next day. You Which do. is how it should be. We're five hours away, but I can't ship a small package in you know two hours north and it get there next day for some reason. Do you mostly use USPS? Yeah. Yeah. So that that's it's the same. Whenever we ship anything USPS, that's slower. It's always yeah. a little slower. But when we get FedEx, um, or even if we use UPS, because we ship so much, so much heavy weight, yeah, we have a truck. Yeah, all your stuff's yeah, all your yeah. stuff's so big. We're in, in our area. No joke, we're one of the highest, if not the highest, shipping for weight. Just because every package, our average is just about fifty pounds. Right. But we get you know because of that, we we get good rates. And then we have a dedicated truck coming to the shop every day. And so, I, I mean, as long as we have inventory on hand, people's orders are normally shipping, every, you know, between one to two days. And then the East Coast, obviously, we we sell tons of product to the East Coast, but we also sell all over. I mean, California is way up top on our sales, and so is Texas and the southwestern states as well. Yep. I mean, it's kind of the whole goal of, the, of our company is to keep lead times short, keep that service high quality. Definitely. So, is there anything you got for you got for Christmas that was that was, that was pretty cool? Yeah. So, <laughs> I got a couple things. Uh, my wife, she gave, she's been giving me some stuff you know, throughout the past week or two, we we're terrible at holding gifts and waiting until Christmas. And Jess and I normally give our gifts to each other on Christmas Eve. That way we can just focus on the kids mm -hmm. on Christmas day and then do family stuff. But I got a, a pile of different books, which is awesome. Every year I'm really excited because people always get me books and it's, it's always not random, but there's so many different topics cause they're coming from different people. But, It'll take me a while to get through them, but I, I think I got s between six or eight different books. And then I got a belt from my mom from T-Rex Arms, which was pretty cool. And then my wife actually um, got me a humidor and a bunch of cigars that are, like, really not, not the high-end, like, you know, she didn't spend a million bucks on this, but it's a case with all these different gourmet cigars. And so I was really excited about that because she picked all my friends' brains, especially Tyler, my business partner that I do uh, Cerakote with, 
picked his brain a lot and picked out my favorite ones that, you know, that I found in Vegas and when we were in Florida and all these different shows. So that was cool. I mean, that'll last me a long time. Yeah. But that's cool. Trying to think if anything else. Those were the, I mean, I got a a nice watch from my in-laws too. I'm always, I'm kind of a watch nerd. I, I don't, I don't have super fancy ones, but I like See, a nice I, watch. I love watches, but the watches I love are expensive. <laughs> a good watch like, is not cheap. Yeah, you know, like three thousand and above, and I I don't own any that in that price range, but uh, I hope to one day. But uh, yeah, yeah. You know, so anytime I see a watch that that I do like, that's you know that's much cheaper i'm like eh, i'd rather save my money and put that towards uh i don't know bell and ross is my is my favorite to look at i don't know if you're familiar with them but uh or uh, uh or uh rhino uh watches if, if you guys don't know either of them I'll go follow their instagram stuff they're they do awesome stuff but yeah you're, you're talking at least two three grand which is a and lot of money th- for a watch when you think about it, you know, initially, and it's funny how my mindset has changed so much because you, your initial reaction would be like, oh, $2,000 for a watch. And I've never, you know, just full disclosure, I've never spent anything near that on a watch ever. <clears throat> At this yeah. point, I just, I'd, it wouldn't be a smart decision for me. But if you think about what goes into building a watch and how complex it is, yeah. It, if it's a, a handcrafted, high-quality watch, I could see how that price would jump up there really quick. Yeah. So yeah, I, I totally get it. think it's yeah. I, I mean, I, I I don't think I don't think those those watches are totally you know absurd that, you know for what you get. You know, especially if it's like a you know if it's a mechanical you know, hand-assembled watch, which is part of the reason why I want one is because I. I love that about them. <clears throat> you know, I mean, it's kind of not that the Neo Mag is a Rolex, but you know, like I love the handmadeness of of products, and so uh, yeah, when it comes to watches, that's that's what I I tend to gravitate to. So maybe one day when I'm a big boy, I, I can own a big big boy watch. <laughs> Put your pennies together for the next couple of years, and yeah, maybe maybe that's the next Neo Mag product. A watch. A watch. There you go. <laughs> what about you, Greg? Like, Get any um, interesting? I, I, it just so happens I got this around Christmas time. It wasn't really a Christmas gift, but it's sitting here next to me. I got a, I got a Hudson H9 uh, from our buddy Ben. Just, I don't know how I ended up with it or how I ended up <clears throat> buying it, but I did. I got a good deal on it. So this is a gun that, that, uh, there's definitely nothing else like it out there and i was at the shot show when it was revealed and so i've i've been wanting one for the last few years and so i'm excited to excited to get get this and get some range time with that i put one box through yesterday and i was pretty impressed with it so i'm looking forward to of course now and now i have to get a holster for it and i gotta you know all the stuff that all the the stuff that comes with the new gun but uh um, <clears throat> trying to think other stuff that I got. I got some, got some clothes from, uh, Duluth. I'm, I'm a recent Duluth trading company 
I, I kind of recently found them myself and I love, I love that stuff. So I got some new clothes. So that was nice. But, uh, I don't know. I, I don't get a whole lot cause I get so much stuff for myself when I need it. You know, uh, I'm an adult, so I just get stuff when I need it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, it was, it was an awesome, awesome Christmas and, Glad it's over. Um, I'm also glad to get get back into the regular life and not the holiday life. So what are your plans heading into the next week? What do you got going on? I mean, I know this is a, a short rest of the week, but uh, maybe I'd like to talk about that next week, hopefully, if we get a chance. It's kind of what are we doing for 2019? What's that outlook? But maybe just a yeah. quick other than a new product or whatever, what do you got going yeah, on? Yeah, like I said, I think right now I'm just, I'm, I'm focusing my attention on, on the new product and, uh, and just trying to get, kind of trying to get restocked, uh, after getting wiped out a lot from the Christmas season. I got a couple big dealer orders that, that, that need to go out. Um, and those dealer orders kind of, kind of wiped us out. So, um, just trying to get back into getting restocked and, getting some get some new stuff but yeah i would i would definitely like to to do a whole podcast just on on what our goals and and plans are for 2019 yeah we could have it we could title it new year new me like everybody else does for instagram posts and it'll be super unique because nobody else has ever done that right (laughs) you know i have a love hate relationship with this time of year because i do set goals for myself and i think it's really important but talk is always cheap and yeah you you see people that habitually you know are not meeting the the goals that they are very vocal about on instagram or social media and it's just like why don't you just not talk and just do so there's there's definitely some quirks with this time of year but i I always feel like a new energy. I don't know if you get like that, but as, as we come to an end of a year and we're looking forward to the the next year as our team, you know, we last week we're wrapping up the budget for 2019 and, and going through all this other stuff. And then soon here we'll close out 2018 and look at all the numbers and things from that. It's kind of, it kind of gives you for me a roadmap. It gets me kind of pumped up about next year because I know I can I can do better I can do more, um, and then and trying to answer the questions about where's the next thing what's the next step. It's yeah, yeah. There's definitely a lot to think about. Energizing. It's also overwhelming. Yep. yep. Definitely. All right, man. Well, I got to get get back to work here. Yeah, you said today. Dusty will be out in the shop, so you might as well go whip him yeah, back I gotta, into shape. And... <laughs> yeah, I think he's out there. I think he's out there packing orders right now. So Cool. Uh, man, I, I appreciate you, uh, you making time for this this morning. and have a, uh, have a very happy new year, and we'll try to do this uh, probably Wednesday next week. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll hit it up. We'll make it happen. And, and for everybody listening to the podcast, don't forget – Give it a rating and review. Drop us an email at forgingthejourney at gmail.com. Is that correct? Yep, forgingthejourney at gmail.com. Nice. Awesome. 
Well, guys, I uh, hope you have a great rest of the week. And, Greg, I will catch up with you next week. All right, man. Have a great week. See you.